Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Well, I guess it is that time again. Welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. The clock just keeps on going round and round and round, and yet here I am, like clockwork, every single day, always following David Bellavia on News Radio 930 WBEN, and it's always uh, a great honor to follow Mr. Bellavia, I might add, and we have a lot of things into which we're going to dive today. First of all, I, I just want to uh, restate my considerable joy, happiness, and uh, should I say mirth? How about merriment? Can I say merriment instead? Yes, merriment and all the phenomenal calls that we took yesterday on the program on News Radio 930 WBEN. It was absolutely sensational. If you missed it, you missed a fine radio program. It, it, and you know what? I pride myself on a daily basis on mediocrity, but yesterday I think. I, I kind of hate to say this, but I think we may have exceeded mediocrity yesterday, and that's always a good thing. Now, one of the shows that I have been dying to do, I guess this is the, hey, Tom is dying to do a program week um, because all of these things have been in my back pocket, and I've been waiting to bring them out, just waiting for the right moment. And uh, one of the things that I want to start off with today is the issue of retirement. Retirement. Now, if I bring up the word retirement, people, again, being that this is a job that is somewhat in the public eye, people jump to conclusions of, oh, my goodness, he's going to retire. Just so you know, and this will be very sad news for some people, and it might be good news for other people, I have absolutely no plans whatsoever to retire. Um because, frankly, I enjoy this way too much. I enjoy this more than anybody should be allowed to enjoy a job. So let's just make that very, very clear. Does it have its good days? Yes. Does it have its bad days? Yes. But all in all, hey, there's no heavy lifting. I don't have to be on a roof uh, doing shingles or anything of the sort, okay? So that is good news. Now, Uh, Retirement is something that I definitely want to talk to you about today. Uh, Retirement, retirement, retirement. Because everybody talks, and, you know, I started running into this, and maybe you did as well. Uh, Probably the 25th or maybe 30th reunion from Kenmore East. And I would talk to people about, hey, what are you doing? Well, I'm retired. And there was a time I used to be a little bit jealous. Like, how can you be retired? You're not even 50 years old yet. But they have decided to retire. So I I have to ask you, 
Well, I don't have to. I'm choosing to ask you your plans on retirement. Do you plan on working as long as you possibly can, or are you just holding on to a hand grenade and you've pulled the pin and you're waiting for the thing to explode? Uh, that would be a question. And what are you going to do when you retire? Look, like you, there are times, and they, they don't happen often, they don't happen on a regular basis, but there are times when I think to myself, you know, retirement actually sounds like it could be uh, a great deal of fun. But then I realize I don't think retirement, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think retirement is all it is cracked up to be. I don't. I think that a lot of people, and I've seen this happen with a lot of people who are police officers and corrections officers, they have these grandiose plans for what they're going to do when they retire. And not to tell stories out of school, but my dad, he couldn't wait to retire, okay? I think he retired when he was 62 or 63 years old. But he didn't do all of the things that he had wanted to do. There was very little traveling involved in my father's retirement. Here, here's, here's my dad's retirement plan, okay? It, was, it involved driving to St. Louis and hanging out with me at my home in St. Charles, Missouri. That was the highlight, I think, of his retirement years. But when you think about retirement, what exactly is it that you think of? And do you have the resources to be able to do it? And I think that that is a problem for a lot of people. Now, unfortunately, here's this is a problem. We've kind of talked about this before. And again, I'm sorry about the voice. I'm off next week, so the voice is going to be getting a significant rest. But there's no reason why I ought not to be working today because I feel like a million bucks. Actually, with today's retirement, I feel like 15 million. But that's another story altogether. But... Um, the situation as far as retirement is concerned is that uh, I think you need to, and, and one of the best words of advice I ever got about retirement, and I forget whether this was listening to the financial guys or whether this was a situation of um, overhearing a conversation at a restaurant, but when you retire, you have to retire to something. You can't retire from something. And in my world, if you like what it is you do for a living, and, and I happen to enjoy it very much, to be brutally honest with you, uh, there's no heavy lifting involved. I don't have to shovel ashes. I don't have to wear a mask on my face to keep particulates from going into the lungs, although maybe that wouldn't be a bad idea right now. But as far as the, uh, as far as the retirement situation, um, what is it that you re plan on retiring to? Now, we all have different fantasies as far as retirement, but all of those fantasies, what, what do they require? Think about this. Let's, let's put our thinking caps on. Let's use our common sense. What does almost everything you plan on doing during retirement require? It requires money. And if you've done your social security calculations, you understand that even if you max out with the most possible retirement you could possibly receive, it still does not really allow you much more than a subsistence uh, living, unless, of course, you have made alternative plans. In other words, you don't just receive your monthly Social Security check. You also have uh, resources set aside that are going to help you through. But travel, for example, uh, what, what does travel require? Travel requires money. 
you have to have legal tender. I feel like uh, the closing scene of uh, Pulp Fiction with John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson. Without legal tender, you're just going to be a bum on the street. You've got to have the resources to be able to do it. And I'm kind of curious from you guys, uh, because the voice of experience ought to be listened to at all times. But the voice of experience from your own personal life story has taught you what? about retirement. Those of you who retired, and maybe you were 62, maybe you were 64, maybe, heck, maybe you made it all the way to 67 years old, your full social security benefits retirement age. What did you learn from that? And one of the things that I've learned from you guys listening to you over the years, because believe it or not, not only do I talk, but I also listen from time to time. (laughs) Some of my friends might have some doubts about that, but I, I do listen. And the thing is, I I personally believe that you need to have something to which you can retire because there's going to come a day when you retire and you are going to awaken in the morning or in the early afternoon, as the case may be, and you're not going to know what to do. And I personally believe, and I, I would love your thoughts on this, I personally believe that one of the worst things you can possibly do is put yourself in a situation where you retire and you have absolutely nothing to show for it in terms of a desire for what is going to happen next, what is going to be the next step in your life. Now, many of you uh, have called in over the years and you've talked about volunteer work, and I think volunteer work is excellent. And the nice thing about volunteering, and again, this these are thoughts that have been expressed to me over the years by people who have, in fact, retired, is that... Uh, You are able to be in a position where you are able to help other people. For example, volunteering at a hospital. Now, I'd like to volunteer to be a brain surgeon, but I'm pretty sure that uh, I'm pretty sure the state might frown upon that. I'm, I'm just saying they might have some issues with that. But you have to, in my opinion, again, looking at this. Uh, from the perspective of somebody who doesn't really want to retire, I real I truly don't. I just I don't think it would be a good move for me. But what did you learn from your experience? Did you have a plan in place, not just a financial plan? Because we all think about finances as being paramount in retirement, and of course they are. Because again. Pulp Fiction, you do need legal tender in order to retire and to do it with style. But you also need a game plan. You need something to do. And one of the things, and again, I'm not trying to, look, I love my dad. My dad isn't, hasn't been with us for quite some time, but my dad was a really cool guy. My dad was a really smart guy. But one of the mistakes that he made when he retired is he didn't have a game plan. His game plan, essentially, and again, I'm not trying to speak ill of the dead, okay? But one of the mistakes he made was he planned on retiring, but he didn't really have a good plan moving forward after the retirement. And that is not where I want to be, personally. In fact, I dare say, and maybe, look, you guys know I'm a little bit weird, okay? No doubt about it, a little bit weird. I, I own that title, baby, and I own it proudly. But there's no way that I'm going to sit around the house 24-7 doing absolutely nothing but 
figuring out how to play Pink Floyd songs on guitar and doing nothing else. I need something to do. Like you, I need something to keep me occupied. I want to feel as though there is some advancement and growth in the human spirit that uh, otherwise uh, would be stifled uh, unless you have something laid out. And I want to know, as far as your situation is concerned, when you decided to retire, but most importantly, what you planned on doing once you pulled the pin, once you said, okay, this is it, I'm done, I'm retiring. And it's easy to say, like for me, if you've listened to the show enough, what, what is Tom's biggest fantasy? Uh, not 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 that one no not not that one either but but what what is tom's biggest fantasy tom's biggest fantasy is i just referred to myself in the third person making me an automatic delta bravo by the way but my, my biggest fantasy is going to law school and i've told you why i want to go to law school because i would like to help exculpate people who have been wrongly convicted by a system where if you have money, life is all good and fine. If you don't have resources, you can often get run over the rails. Frankly, that is something that I would enjoy doing, making sure that the innocent are not railroaded on trumped-up charges because they're easy-picking for a prosecutor, okay? Um, But At the same time, one must be honest with oneself. When you are closing in on the age of 60, law school is a lot of work. It's like going to nursing school. And we talked yesterday, if you might remember, about jobs that are not properly, um, I, I guess I will use the word, respected. And anybody who has ever dealt with me in a hospital situation, which involves roughly 75% of you listening to the show right now, um, you understand that I have a great deal of respect for those of you in the helping community, those of you who help other people get better. But the fact of the matter is, nursing school is very difficult. There is a very very high rate of people who cannot make it through nursing school because it is so difficult. For whatever reason, people get into nursing uh, nursing school and they think that it is going to be some cakewalk. And I assure you, it absolutely is not. And I have related previously the story to you about uh, going to massage school to become a licensed massage therapist. And I thought that it was going to be the best thing ever. Okay, it, it, it's going to be a cakewalk. It's going to be easy. I'll simply earn my license and then I'll make my uh, $125 an hour doing it. Well, it doesn't quite work out that way. All right. First of all, as a guy, let me tell you something. As a guy, a lot of men are at a disadvantage as licensed massage therapists because generally speaking, the guys don't want you as a therapist generally speaking, and you also have to be careful of certain women who might have uh, other things on their mind other than, uh, shall we say, a legitimate, healthy Swedish massage. 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And Josh, for some reason, my computer has just decided to uh, uh, die on me, so if you could just give me the name of the first caller, I will get right to them. It's Phil. Let's go, and you can punch him up there. Uh, Phil, welcome. You are on WBEN. Want to talk about retirement, sir? Go right ahead. Yeah, Tom. Thanks for taking my call. It's uh, Phil from Lovejoy. 
Um, so I retired with no plan other than the fact that my retirement was my children. I have, uh, uh, there was a 60, my family owned a business for 60 years. My children are young. I'm 57. I was supposed to retire when I was 36, but I made, I had to go till I was 56. I retired with no plan. Um, I have no 401k. Uh, I have young children and that's what I've invested my time, my effort and my money into. I take every day as it comes. I don't really have a plan. I do what I want to do. I drive around with uh, all my tools with me in case I need to do something. Right. I'm a certified master locksmith. Oh. And I, some people say I'm the best door guy in Buffalo. But I, I, I ripped my body apart to feed my family over the years. And, you know, I realized my children aren't going to earn money the way, same way I did. I earned money because of my name, because my dad knew 10,000 people in Buffalo. Right. And, you know, that's one thing that somebody can never take away is your name. But, uh, you know, it, it does require a plan for some people. I listen to these financial shows. I hear these people that are all buttoned down with cash. I mean, like I said, I've never had a mortgage. I'm 57. My, my, I made an offer on a $350,000 house today. I, you know, I, I just, I, I don't have a plan. I'm very whimsical. And that's just how I've allowed, how I built my life so that I could retire like I wanted to. Uh, I'm sorry, Phil. Phil, uh, would you allow my interruption to commend you on your use of the word whimsical? Because this has been the week of people using awesome words on this program. Whimsical. I wasn't expecting that to get laid out on me anytime real soon. But you did it today, and I I applaud you, sir. I applaud you, Mr. I like the word whimsical. Well done. Tom, last time we talked, you told me that you loved me, and I said, listen, uh, Tom, I'm not only a locksmith, but I'm a wordsmith, too. That's right. Uh, okay, a, you're right. You're right. Grasp of, I have a great grasp of the English vernacular, and I like to use it because I don't want to seem like I'm above anybody or anything, but I just I, I like to use the correct words in the correct placement. Let Tom let you in on a little secret here, okay? Uh, of course, me giving relationship advice is like uh, Joy Behar giving fashion advice on bags. But um, I'm just saying. But when you use words like whimsical for a lot of women, not all women, but a lot of women, that is a major uh, I don't want to say turn on because people might misinterpret it that with some concupiscent meaning when it's not intended to be that at all. Um, people like people who speak well and who can entertain with words. So never, ever, ever, and I, I'm not saying that you are, but never be ashamed of your use of certain vernacular at all. That's a great thing. I, uh, I, I love the 50 cent word, Tom, and, it's, and sometimes a dollar word. <laughs> maybe it makes me seem a little smarter than I actually am, but oh, that's you know, my secret. You know, like my mother was uh, was uh, I called up the other day to talk about the NFTA bus drivers that, that the blind woman was talking about the paratransit. My mother was a, a NFTA bus driver for 27 years. She's been she was spit on, 
Getting at that nice point with the by the bus. I mean, the lady that spit in her face was over twenty five cents for her daughter. You know, so you know it was a very tough job. My mom's a tough. My mom's a tough bird. She grew up in the town of Attica, a few miles from the prison on a farm. Mm. Uh, you know, these these types of you know these those types of jobs are are really great. She's got her. She doubled up the last couple of years, so she's got a pretty good pension. She has no mortgage. Her house. Her, her brother died a couple of years ago and left her her and her sister a bunch of money. She's been she's but, been restoring sir, her house. I, I need to put you on hold, but I want to continue this call because a I enjoy speaking with you. B I think you make some excellent points. But when when you talk about um, this whole retirement idea and inheritance and everything like that, I want to explore that a little bit further with you, if that's okay with you. Yeah, I'm I'm good, Tom. Okay, good, because uh, any man who uses the word whimsical during the first call on a Thursday show, I got to tell you something, uh, not in a salacious way, but I kind of like the dude already, and I hope you guys do too. 803-0930, talking about retirement. What is your plan for retirement? And to be very honest with you, I'm a little bit hesitant to do the show because people think, oh, once you, like Marv Levy used to say, uh, once you start talking about retirement, you've already retired. Well, I don't believe that. I really don't. It's just that I can't see myself in a position where I am 100% retired. I just, I can't see it. And maybe you can't either. I'd love to hear from those of you who can't ever see yourself retiring. And if you've got a skill or a skill set, as our caller Phil does, uh, I'd love to hear more from you. 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. It is the ever-so-whimsical Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Don't go anywhere. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's been seven hours and fifteen. 
Anyway, uh, welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. And uh, this is actually a topic uh, Mr. Wenger and I have discussed, but don't read anything into that. Uh, talking about retirement and when do you plan on retiring? Can you actually afford to retire? And uh, what I have told Mr. Wenger is he is, if they want me, they're stuck with me until I'm at least 67. And that is not to say that I won't work after 67, but I just, how do I, how does one walk away from this? I would, and this is going to sound like total BS, I would miss you guys. And I know that that sounds totally disingenuous, but I would. I would I would miss you. I'd, I'd miss the life as well, to be honest with you. Anyway, it is uh, 2.38 at News Radio 930 WBEN. The, the life, it sounds so sinister. Uh, let's get back to uh, Phil in uh, Lovejoy on WBEN. Oh, Mr. Phil, uh, you basically, you you had a plan. You had everything in place. Um, no, I'm just winging it. And let me, ah, let me uh, say, Tom, exactly. uh, as you were coming back in from break, uh, at, that was uh, – I'd like to commend you on uh, – that was very magnanim- uh, magnanimous of you to admit that you would miss the fans. I'm, uh, I listen to uh, Howard Stern. I, I really would. I mean, that's, that's and, not – Howard be, Stern that's, that's, will not admit uh, that. For, forgive, forgive my interrupting you, but I literally would miss the people who take part in the show. And you, you guys, and, and again, at the risk of sounding schmaltzy and like it's a bunch of BS, I would miss the people who call into the show, except Rambo Jim. I wouldn't miss Rambo Jim in the least. Well, that's because you uh, <laughs> take pride in what you do. You love what you do. And that's why it's very difficult for you to walk away from it. I, same with me. I'll always do something. You know, as a man... And as anybody that feels pride in anything they do, whether they're a craftsman or, you know, whether they're a public servant or what it is, whatever it is that they do, you have to feel a sense of accomplishment from what you're doing. You have to, you know, I'm chomping at the bit to get into something new right now because uh, this, uh, domestic uh, deployment within my house and taking yeah. care of the kids <laughs> while my younger wife still works is getting a little bit old. So, you know, I, I need to see the fruits of my labor. So, you know, you had domestic to deployment. You actually, you actually went there. You actually said domestic deployment. That's my job, man. I uh, that's well do done. You are, you are a wordsmith, a locksmith, and a wordsmith. <laughs> no doubt about that. But if if you if you understand uh, where I'm coming from, and again, not everybody is as blessed to have. Um, a job that they actually like with people from whom they actually gain something. But the fact of the matter is, when I tell you guys, I learn more from you than you are ever going to learn from me. I mean that with, uh, with a strident passion. At the same time, and this is where I think everybody uh, has to consider their own retirement plans, you also have to know when it is time to walk away. And at such point as I don't feel I can offer 100% or 95% on a regular basis, then I, I need to reassess things. But well, I, the, the fact of the matter is I would 
completely miss the people who listen to this show. When I go out and people say, oh, I love that show you did today on X, Y, or Z, it's it's a good feeling. Not going to lie. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know that you're the type of person that derives the enjoyment from hosting this banter, being the mediator for this banter in our, in our fair city. Uh, you know, having a plan, not having a plan. My, my, my thing when I got out of the locksmith business, we used to be right at Maine and Amherst street in the city was that the fact that nobody cares, everybody wants to figure out how they're going to, defraud somebody okay so Mm. what my epiphany was is i used to answer locksmith calls 24 hours a day seven days a week 365 days a year rain or shine i i would service the middle of the ghetto and the east side places that all the other guys wouldn't go to it's not that i wasn't afraid of anything the people were glad to see me glad that i showed up but where the, the the hero aspect of my job lost its luster was when people started to, like, I think one of the last calls I did, my kids were very young. I dropped them off at my mother-in-law's house, ran home, grabbed the lockout tools, opened the guy's car off of Delavan, off of Delavan uh, uh, before Pine Ridge. Mm. And all it was, it was State Farm Insurance. All he had to do was sign and they wouldn't, he wouldn't sign so I could get paid. People will call five locksmiths out, not taking into context that each one of these guys has to get up, get out of their house, wherever they're coming from, spend their gas money to drive to you just to have them say, ha-ha, he got here first. It, it, was, it, 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 it was not a race. I would explain this to people. I'm not in a race with anybody. I offer well, 30 minutes. One, one of the things, if again, forgive my interruption, but I will only interrupt if I believe the interruption has something beneficial to offer to the conversation. But uh, one of the things we might get into later on today, and this is another wanger idea. He's He's been filled with great ideas this week, so I'm more than happy to ride his coattails. But uh, Chuck Berry. Is talking about musical genres. Chuck Berry had a very simple motto before he would get on stage. It basically, well before Jerry Maguire, was show me the money first. Give me the money, and then I'll play. Because Chuck Berry, like many of the other early musicians of rock and roll, they got shafted an awful lot. They'd do a show, and suddenly the promoter would be MIA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take their money, as was the story of most bands. Yes, yes. Getting rich off the bands and taking them for everything. The story of most bands that didn't protect their own content. So, you know, as far as the plan and leaving when you want to leave, it le- you leave when it gets old and when the luster wears off and the, the, the helping others or whatever it is that your job brings you or gives you as far as fulfillment wears off, then it's time to go. But, but did, did it did it ever? But forgive again, forgive the interruption. But oh, did it ever know. wear off for you? Because yeah. you, as a locksmith, were in a situation where you were helping people at their lowest possible moment, and we all know that when the lock is most likely to fail on your uh, on your home, it is exactly the same moment you come down with explosive diarrhea. Well, it's about having the professionalism to put the customer or person at ease, let them, you know, make them understand that everything's all right, make sure that they're safe, 
uh, most uh, most important to let them so, know that you have. So what what is what is your advice as as somebody who has kind of been retired, not been retired, hanging out with the kids, etc. What is your advice to people vis-a-vis retirement? Very simple. Find something that makes you happy, truly happy, not some fake happy or something else to make somebody else happy. Find something to make yourself happy. Because when you find true happiness, this is where Zen exists. Did you just say Zen as well? Are you trying to outword me today? Because you, if so, you're doing a tremendous job at it, sir. Well, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to impart to you why it should be called the Bowerly and Beavers Show. <laughs> See, Anyways, uh, this is the kind of banter that I would miss a lot uh, if I were to walk away. And again, uh, I, I must impart something, and that is, I almost hesitate to do a show talking about retirement, even if it has nothing to do with me, because people misinterpret things. You know. Like, yeah, you know, it, showing everybody puts their own skew on everything. And I think what a lot of it is lately, Tom, and, and this is my own analogy, is that people think that they can figure out what you're going to say before the words come out of your mouth. And when people don't get you right, they don't want to admit that they're wrong. No, that's unfortunate because, you know, a part, you know, we, we could be all philosophical here, and I think that there is actually a place for some philosophy in, in talk radio, but uh, one of the, I, I think, one of the signs of an emotionally mature person, and I can't believe these words are actually leaving my mouth, but is the ability to admit, you know what, I was wrong, or new information has caused a change in your opinion. My kids don't admit any wrong. There's zero culpability for my children. Like I said, they're 9, 14, and 15. I, what am I going to do? i got to try to instill this in them. You know, what the intern that is teaching them is not good. Not good at all. Well, I, did you find, just out of curiosity, as somebody who was a locksmith, what are the things, and again, this is not a show about me, me, me. That would be very, very boring. But one of the things I will tell you that I enjoy greatly at this point in my career is mentoring the younger people on the job. In particular, I think back to the blizzard of 2022 where I had the distinction of being grandpa at the radio station. And some people might have been very offended by that. But to me, it was it was a hallmark of honor. It was a hallmark of respect, if you will. And when you can, when you can mentor people, when you can make people better at what they do by virtue of your experience, I think there's a great deal of personal satisfaction and reward in that. Disagree? Agree? Absolutely, Tom. One hundred percent. Anything that you wanted to say that I interrupted you during the course of your having second? No, having uh, you know, like I said, you just have to be. Have to be happy with what you want to do. You know, make the choice to make you happy. You don't need money to make yourself happy. You know, people have emotional attachments to money. Yeah, I need money, but I'm not in love with it. It's an inanimate object. Well, you know, people yeah. go to great lengths to. 
look, I think we can all agree. And by the way, you've kind of opened the door on another great subject. Money is, it's a great thing to have. Money, my view on money is it keeps the wolves away. But anybody who thinks that money buys happiness or health is severely deluded because it absolutely does not. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm living proof of it. I've had money. I've lost money. It, money's not money's the root, but we all need it for our well, day-to-day operations and to feed our children. But just you know, keep it, it, keep it, your hands off of my stash. You know, basically. Uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's Pink Floyd reference. I can't resist absolutely. sometimes. <laughs> well, all I, right, brother. I'll throw in Thank- a lot of Frank Zappa stuff. I'm, uh, you know, I, I, I think that Frank Zappa is one of the best guitarists in the world. But well, our, look, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bore you again with the story of how I spent many hours with Frank Zappa on a radio interview that was supposed to be 15 minutes, but we hit it off famously, and I couldn't believe it because at that point I had very little appreciation for Frank Zappa. He was just a dude on the other end of the phone, but we just had a great conversation. And I wish somebody had a recording of that, but unfortunately, none is extant. Um, I thank you kindly for the call, Phil, and for your philosophy. Phil the philosopher. Uh, Thanks, buddy. Talk to you soon. All right. We are talking about uh, retirement on News Radio 930 WBEN. And uh, this is uh, actually, I got to give Tim Wenger uh, props for this because this uh, is one of those topics that has been on Tim's list. And uh, I wanted to resurrect it. What What is exactly your plan for retirement? And if you are retired, what did you do wrong? In retrospect, what did you do wrong? And look, we all... Every one of us, okay, um, especially if you're going through a rough time in your personal life or your business life or whatever, the temptation is always there to pull the pin, walk away, and and see what happens. But um, something as serious as retirement, you have got to be very circumspect about that. You have to consider all of the possibilities, all of the options. And I think most importantly, you need a plan. And some of the best advice somebody ever gave was you don't retire from something, you retire to something. And I think those are words to live by. But do you, let me ask you this, do you plan ever on retiring? Do you ever see a day where financially you could retire? And I will let you in on a little secret here. Um, And this is actually something that came up many, many years ago when uh, the radio station at which I used to work was owned by Rich Products, that as soon as you possibly can, yes, even in your 20s, you start making plans to retire. It is never too soon to begin saving for retirement. Now, I know what some people are thinking. Some people are thinking, hey, I'm not going to be alive when I'm 65. I'm not going to be alive when I'm 70 years old. You have to put those thoughts out of your mind because you don't know one way or the other what your longevity is going to be. And at such point as you choose to retire, you do want to make sure that you have the adequate financial resources to do what you want to do. Now, let me give you the other side of that, if I may. And that is this. And this is something that I learned from my mom. And as many of you know who listen to this show, I absolutely adore my mother. 
my mother is an extremely intelligent, extremely perceptive, and extremely bright woman. How she gave birth to me, I'll never be able to figure that one out. But uh, in terms of, I'm just, I'm just saying, but in terms of having a plan, having a goal, and making sure that your goal is attainable when you can attain them. Let me just give you a case in point. My mom, many years ago, and this is back in the 1980s, um, she went to Italy. And she went to Italy, I think, with one of those church group tours. And quite frankly, she had a magnificent time. And I'm going to tell you right now that as she approaches her 90th birthday, there is no way my mom is going to be walking around in Italy and subjecting herself to possible ankle fractures and sprains and everything else. So yes, you want to make plans for the future, but you also need to make sure that you take care of yourself in the present so that when and if you travel, you are actually able to enjoy it, if that makes any sense. And maybe some of you have experiences along those uh, along those lines. Do you actually plan on retiring? If you do, what do you plan on doing when you retire? And based on conversations that I've had with people uh, who are obviously older than I, it is so important, and I'm not Glenn Wiggle or Mike Lomas or the financial guys, but one of the things that you have to make sure of is that you have something in place that you are looking to which you are looking forward and something that you are going to enjoy and you're going to be in condition to enjoy. And, you know, there, there's something to me, and again, this is not old people bashing because I'm going to be 60 years old in less than a month. Am I thrilled about that? How about that? That would be a giant, great big no. I'm not thrilled. Does it beat the alternative? Yes, it does. But if you plan on doing traveling, you don't want to put it off until you're 80 or 85 years old. You want to do it at such a point as you can actually enjoy it, as you can actually get around, as you are ambulatory. You don't want to be the person who is pushed around in a wheelchair for two weeks uh, because that's not going to be a lot of fun for you. Uh, in the hot Italian sun of Tuscany, I, I don't think that's what you want. Uh, do you plan on retiring? If you do, at what point do you plan on retiring? Now, some of you, but by the way, the phone number on WBEN, and I happen to love this topic, by the way, is 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Now, I happen to know, as you I'm sure are well aware. I know a lot of people uh, in law enforcement, um, and there are some of the people that I know in law enforcement who literally, and I I could name names, but I won't, uh, but they literally had a calendar that they would check off every day until retirement. All they wanted to do was put in their 20 years and then out or they're 25 years and then out, depending on the department uh, of which we are speaking. And they wanted out early enough so that they could actually enjoy the idea of being ambulatory, of being a tourist, 
uh, and of seeing different parts of the world without having to worry about being medevaced out to some hospital where they actually know what an antibiotic is. 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN, the phone number. Do you plan on retiring? Can you, could, could you afford to retire in five years? I, I don't know what the average age is right now of people listening to this show, but I think one of the questions that you need to ask yourself is, if you had to, if you wanted to, could you afford to retire in five years? Could you retire in 10 years? And if the answer is no, again, I'm not a financial advisor, but I do have a slight amount of common sense. If the answer is no, uh, you need to make adjustments to your spending. You need to make adjustments to your saving that will allow you to have the kind of lifestyle in retirement that you would like to uh, enjoy, that you would like to live. And again, if you're just joining us late, uh, the fact that I'm talking about retirement, don't draw any conclusions. Don't jump to anything that isn't true. It just happens to be one of my favorite topics and one that uh, Tim Wenger and I have discussed off air on uh, many and uh, many an occasion. 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. It is Bowerly with you on a beautiful Thursday in Buffalo and Western New York. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.